Welcome back to the Sip and Feast podcast. This is episode 19. We're talking Costco today. What exactly about Costco, Tara? We're talking about the things that we love to buy at Costco because they're the best value possible. And I'd like to add here that although we wish we were, this video is not in any way sponsored by Costco. That's right. I mean, I often joke. I joke all the time uh, on the main channel because we we'll get we'll get a lot of comments. Be like, be like, you you know, you keep you keep shilling for Costco. Costco does not sponsor us one bit, and I don't know if they really sponsor anybody. They don't have to. They're they're just a great business. They're one of the best success stories of a business probably in the world, and they have extreme brand loyalty. People will travel, you know, because they'll. Not everything is like here in Long Island where we have a location every 20 minutes away. There's parts of America that people will drive two hours to get to a Costco. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they do it because the deals are, are just phenomenal. And we're going to talk specifically about food deals for you today. We're not going to talk about you know office supplies and- Tires. Tires, landscaping equipment, cars. We're not going to talk about that. This is a podcast about food. So Tara, <laughs> uh, let's get right into it. We kind of bolded these out and not priority wise, but I think maybe you could tell by the tone of my voice, which I, what are the best deals and which I really think you should uh, pursue. First up, Jim, oil. Okay. Olive oil. This is just an unbelievable deal at Costco. I recommend you wait to buy your oil uh, until you get to Costco. Now, that being said, we do use different types of olive oil. We use Partana. Uh, quite frequently. And that's like the good extra virgin olive oil. That's a, a Sicilian olive oil. Mm -hmm. I, I use that a lot for when I want a, like a high quality extra virgin, but not the highest quality. And when I'm using the highest quality, that is Frantoia Barbera. So let's just get those two out of the way. Those you will not find at a Costco. That's right. The brand that we're talking about is the Kirkland brand, which is Costco's own brand. Yeah, it's their in-house brand. Obviously, they're not they're not in the olive oil making business. So right. it is it is probably one of the larger olive oil brands that Kirk, you know, is selling directly to Costco and then Costco will put their uh Kirkland name on it, which they do for tons of products. So we're talking their extra virgin olive oil, which is a great deal, but also their regular olive oil. Yeah, so the regular olive oil, and I believe it's uh, it's just their Kirkland. It's the one that probably has the largest display in the store. It I think it's ninety percent olive oil and ten percent extra virgin. They they started doing that a couple of years ago. I know to, it's a blend. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's just a phenomenal olive oil for cooking, general use, and it's a. It used to be up until I think this year, used to be able to buy two three liter bottles of it, like large plastic bottles of it for $25. Now the price has yeah. skyrocketed. What That's was it right. last time? So I actually just went to Costco last week and I was surprised. I even called you because I wanted to know if you even wanted me to get it. But it was um, it was a two count of three liter, two three liter bottles and it was $40, which is a lot. But I guess if you're comparing it to regular grocery prices, it's definite savings and you're getting it all at one time. So as long as you have the room to store it, it's a fantastic deal. Yeah, that's right. It's, so there's a olive oil problem worldwide now. So that's contributing to the really spiking prices. So Costco just because essentially Costco is like their own commodity exchange where they 
prices change, they'll just, you know, they'll they'll update it in real time for the consumer. But it was uh, very expensive that time. You know, that all being said, that's still that's still not a bad deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad deal. Now, can you go to Trader Joe's? Can you go to Aldi and get this stuff? Of course. And, you know, there are there are reasons maybe to go to those stores, but we're talking Costco today. And Costco is definitely the place for, I would say, a family more yeah. so than those other two places. I agree. I mean, I still think whether or not you have a family or if you have a very small family, I still think a Costco membership is worth it yeah. because you do get wonderful value. But yeah, I mean, if you don't, if if you're a single person, you probably don't need to get two six liters of olive oil, <laughs> two three yeah. liter bottles of of olive oil. I saw uh, a recent, uh, like I think it was Reddit. It might have been. It might have been a message board about olive oil skyrocketing prices and people who are on a budget. They a lot of them have been saying that they're switching to sunflower oil. Yeah. So yeah. I still so, recommend just using your olive oil. Uh, another way to make it more economical is if you put it in a spray bottle. They they are a pain the spray bottles because they'll clog very mm-hmm. very easily. Yeah. But you can really get uh, more because a lot of times when you're pouring oil, you, you maybe you're using too much than than you should be. Let's go mm-hmm. to the next one. Okay. Well, before we do move on, I just wanted to yeah. just make a mention. They do have other oils which are good deals, like avocado oil, which is normally very expensive. Um, you can get a two liter bottle for roughly $20 or so at Costco. And then they have that giant tub of coconut oil. For those of you who use coconut oil, um, it's the solid form of coconut oil, but that's also a good deal. Yeah, they they have peanut oil as well. They have vegetable oil. They mm-hmm. have canola oil. They they have a whole aisle uh, devoted, like one side of the aisle is devoted to, to all their oils. Yeah. Great value there. Um, just... This is the stuff that will save you money. I wouldn't buy oil from really anywhere else other than, like you said, the Partana and the, the Frantoya yeah, that we use for finishing. Oils. That's yeah. a little bit different. But if you need coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil, I would take the trip to Costco and deal with the hassle that I think Costco can sometimes present. Yeah, Costco's a full day experience for us, even though the, the Costco is only five minutes from our house because- Basically, before we go there, we try to be really efficient. We make a good list, so we kind of have a plan of attack. And then we have to clear out our current fridge here, anything that's old. We need to make space for the new massive amount of ingredients that are coming into the home. And we really try not to go to Costco for $100 worth of things. It's just not... Do they even have an express line now? They just introduced they that. They have self-checkout. Yeah. I don't think... The one by us does not have an express yeah. line. So this will vary by, by state. Yeah. Up next are nuts. 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 <laughs> okay. So you want to give a little bit on this or do you want me to go for it? Yeah. So I think, especially as we're entering that holiday baking season where we're going to be using walnuts for walnut snowball cookies, we're going to be using pecans or pecans. I know I'm gonna, somebody's going to say pecans. something about the way I pronounce it. Um, they're going to be we're going to be using those for pecan pie and all sorts of other, you know, holiday treats. Shelled pistachios they have, which are also good for cranberry pistachio biscotti oh, yeah. and i don't know i'm just thinking of like all the the Pistachio holiday pesto yeah i'm thinking of all the holiday cooking that's coming up and 
just I know from years of experience of buying these things at Costco, it's just you you can't get these deals anywhere else. I mean, it will save you just alone because I, I'll often see people uh, in our comment section again on the main channel and on other videos and maybe message boards and whatnot saying, I don't need a Costco membership. It's, uh, you know, you're paying money essentially just to go to a store, but it will pay for itself, not even in one visit, it, mm -hmm. especially the baked goods alone are are just, an a, they are a, I mean, you can, you might kid yourself thinking you're getting a better deal at Trader Joe's on their little packages of nuts, but if you were to take probably eight of those packages or more and equal what's sold at Costco, the Costco price will almost always be lower. Yeah. I mean, just as an example, I mean, and I pulled this off of Costco's website. I know it varies by location. And Costco's website is often more expensive than it, than in the in-store. That is true. So I just wanted to pull this to illustrate my point. You can get a three pound bag of walnuts, shelled walnuts. So you're not paying for the shells. Uh, for $8.99. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's you're not even gonna come no. near that. Nope. And that's often where you get where you get ripped off the most in a supermarket is when you are buying Oh, forget it. Like we'll talk about uh pignoli nuts also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pignoli nuts, they're still on the pricier side no matter where you go. The Costco website had those listed for one and a half pounds of pignoli, uh $31.99. And that's roughly what I remember it being in the store, maybe like $20, $26, $27. Okay. So, but those nuts are on the pricier they side. They are very expensive. And those are the Chinese pignolis. Those are not the Italian ones. The Italian ones will cost and way more than that. And the, the way you can tell is uh, you go into a bakery, which most Italian bakeries will be using the Italian pignoli nuts or pine nuts. They'll be longer, more elongated than the other versions that are much shorter and uh, smaller. On our website, on the times that we've used them, which was for the pignoli cookies, mm -hmm. which are absolutely delicious, yeah. we used we and used pesto. the Costco ones and pesto. We used the Costco ones. We really try to provide value, not just for you, but for us in our own cooking. What 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 I recommend to you is what I what we're using for our day to day. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because you can go into a supermarket and buy the Italian pignolis, like maybe like a little cento jar, and it will be, it'll be like a two ounce jar, and it will be six or seven or eight dollars, or it'll, it's it's crazy how expensive they really are, mm -hmm. and you know you put them in brajol too. And if you don't want to spring for pignoli and you want to make a pesto, let's say, walnuts are definitely a good and a for more affordable substitute. Definitely. Let's go to uh, the next one. Up next, one of my favorite things in the world, cheese. Cheese, cheese. I love cheese. And listen, at the end of this episode, we're going to we're going to rank I'll do my top 3, Tara will do her top 3, what we think are the most important values here. I think we'll just do that right at the end. Sure. But for now, what's cheese um and you know, cheese is a great value at Costco. So they have a really good selection of cheese and they have mostly high-end cheeses that are sold at really good prices. Are they even making money on their cheese? Are they is this are they losing money? Are these loss leaders? I, I don't know, but they are so much cheaper. Mm -hmm. Like 20 they're 24 month Parmigiano Reggiano. And remember, it's it's got the seal, it's from Italy. It it can't it cannot get that seal. Like it will not be able to get that seal if it's fake. 
it's a great value. It's not the most high-end Parmigiano-Reggiano in the world, but it's great. 24-month one is the one that you're going to use for most of like your cooking and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it's only $11.99 a pound, right? So when when I went there last week, it was $10.99 a pound. That is crazy. And that's something that they I, I feel they've been holding the line on because I, I think even five years ago, 10 years ago, it was around that price. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe it was $8.99, maybe 10 years ago. But you, know, you contrast that with a visit to Whole Foods or any supermarket. And it will run you for 24 months. I'm not even talking 36 month or 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 a longer aged one. They'll they'll run you $27 a pound minimum. Yeah. But I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I we bought that at I just Whole Foods. Don't. We just don't. Just it's don't. just you are you are literally burning money if mm -hmm. you do that. Like when we go, because you know, obviously we use a lot of cheese in our in our cooking, we'll buy three three of those blocks and you know the expiration dates often are 18 months out and you know they're they're vac sealed they're fine and, and now that's just parmesan they have pecorino also they have the locatelli brand which is by far the most largely distributed brand in america you know that comes from italy again it's it's a it's a good value mm -hmm. they also have bags that are graded you know if you if you, a they lot do. of this is stuff is sold for like caterers and whatnot yes. the bigger amounts yeah they do have that they have goat cheese they have like i think they actually have like a pre-arranged cheese board so if you wanted to serve like a, a variety of cheeses they have a, like four or five of them that are already packaged for that and that's their hard cheeses yeah that's not even yeah. talking about the mozzarella yeah they have the mozzarella and they have the uh let me try and pronounce this Ragot. Did I say that the right way? Ragot. <laughs> Ragot. No, no, no. Uh, ricotta. They have that, and that is phenomenal deal. In um, in uh, New York, they always they do Walpolio. Maybe in your state, it will be Galbani. They mm -hmm. they definitely mix and match their brands, uh, and they often sometimes will have both of them sold at the same time. They'll have um not not Galbani. It'll be um. Belgioso, they'll have like the little mozzarella balls that That's right. they are marinated. Always have that. And, yeah, and the the fresh mozzarella slices. And they, have and they have burrata too. You need to go to Costco for this stuff. <laughs> One trip and you will be hooked. And what's great about it is you don't need to make a trip every week. This does not, Costco will not take all of your, it will not take control of all of your grocery shopping. That's not, that's not what Costco is. Mm -hmm. Though you probably could do it with their vegetables and stuff, but- it's not, it's, they don't it's have, not, it's not, you wouldn't do this. They don't have fresh herbs there. Yeah. So you can't go there and just get parsley or. It, and you don't want to buy 10 pounds of garlic the way they sell no. it. I, I don't like that garlic they sell. No. It's little tiny bulbs of it. And it's yeah. just, sometimes you get one rotted, one rotted head and then it will ruin yeah. the whole bag of it. I mean, honestly, um, unless you are feeding a large family, like if you're, if you have four kids in your family, then I think. The produce is probably a good deal, but yeah. you you don't need a crate of peaches if you have just a and family of four. We haven't it's, had good luck with the with the fruit. We too. haven't. I mean, honestly, so just so we're not like yeah, lifting them up haven't. in all respects I, I, here. I won't buy apples from yeah. Costco. Costco used to actually have really good apples, and then something yeah. happened, and they just. Well, we had a bunch of bad experiences. A, yeah, and that's and just, just, just an anecdote here. This yeah, isn't. You it's know. not. I, I won't buy them anymore. Yeah. Um, I'd rather get them somewhere else where I can pick out the individual apples. But if you're going to make like a sangria or something like that, where you're going to use a lot of fruit, maybe then Costco is a good deal for that. But I, I wouldn't, I don't, usually when I go there, I'm not getting the produce. 
that is like the fruit and the vegetables. I agree. It's one of the few areas of Costco that that I skipped mm-hmm. by. Yeah. Stop it. Okay, what's next, Tara? All right, next, half and half. Yeah, half and half is a steal. Now, maybe you don't use that stuff, but they also have heavy cream. We use a lot of half and half uh, for our coffee. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> our our uh, Tara's, Tara's stepfather, he is a coffee addict. Guy doesn't drink, doesn't do anything. He just drinks like two pots of coffee a day. And he will, I'll open the fridge when we go to, when we go to Tara's mother's house and there'll be like 14 quarts of half and half. He's cut back. Yeah. He's cut back on his half and half consumption. But the price there at Costco is, it always varies. It's normally $1.99 to $2.49 for a quart of it versus a supermarket. You're talking five or six dollars. That's right. And this is the just to clarify, this is the Land O'Lakes brand that's sold in the Costco near us. I'm sure the various locations across yeah. the country have a different brand. But the Land O'Lakes one sold here on Long Island, $1.99. The last time I went for a court, the grocery store, it's like $5.49, $6.99 for that specific brand. So and, and the dates huge also, value. They're f- far out. That's what I don't. This is another thing. Maybe you're an expert on this. Maybe you worked at a grocery store. Maybe you're involved in this. Enlighten us. The dates at Costco on, say, Land Lakes half and half, but it'll also be on butter and cheeses so much further out. So are they getting a better, fresher product than supermarkets are? I yeah. believe I've I've heard this that some supermarkets will buy stuff that other supermarkets passed on mm-hmm. for a much cheaper price. And I'm sure date plays a huge factor in that. Yeah. I've, if anybody's listening and knows the answer, let us know. I mean, one of my pet peeves about Whole Foods is every time Tara will buy half and half there when we're just not going to Costco and we don't have it, it'll often be bad. It's like somebody left it out or something, or maybe they're just not selling enough of it. And it just, it's, there's been multiple times. Now mm-hmm. it might be that particular brand that they're selling. Yeah, but, but it's, Sometimes if I buy the 365 brand, it's not the best. And then the other one is the, what's the organic one? Organic Valley, yeah. I think is the oh, other the purple, one. The purple, the purple one. one. Yeah. But yeah, oftentimes it's like, you're right. It's not, yeah. it's not good. It's like, it's and like it, it's nothing more annoying when you make your coffee, you made your whole coffee, uh, your whole pot of coffee. And we, I do the, um, what's it called? Uh, the Chemex, the, the drip one. The pour over. Cause I'm a, I'm a fancy boy. And I, Make it all and then put it, pour my cup, and then the, then the half and half is bad. Yeah, you don't like chunky half and ah, half. Mm. Yeah. All, all right, right, next. Let's move on. Still in the dairy category, butter. I don't even know the price difference here, but you can buy 16 sticks of butter. So a stick in America is 117 grams, right? Eight 113. tablespoons. 113, it's eight tablespoons. So for all your baking needs, it it's almost mandatory. Shop at Costco. Yeah. And again, you can substitute BJ's, which is another wholesaler. That's I don't know if that's nationwide and uh, Sam's Club, which is owned by Walmart. They will all they will have similar prices. I'll also say that if you enjoy the Irish butter, like Kerry Gold, do not get it at a grocery store. Get it at Costco because you will save a lot of money. Yeah. That's my butter of choice. If I'm going to use butter on bread, or if I'm going to like put butter on something to eat it. But for not for cooking, not because for baking the regular carry gold is salted. Well, they have salted and unsalted they at do? Costco. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they have both. But I, I really think not to, I don't want to go on a tangent here about carry gold and whatnot, but 
I think a big part of why people think it's better is because they're buying the predominant brand is that gold one that's salted. So people eat it and they're like, this tastes so much better. But if, you, if you're if you using unsalted butter, you're comparing apples to oranges. It's also, no, it's also, I think, a richer flavor. It's also ha- has that like darker butter yeah, color. Yeah, it's gold. Whereas regular butter is like white. That's right. I think it has to do with the fact that the cows are pasture fed. Yeah, we don't want to go, we don't want to get, uh, we don't want to go too far down there. Let's move to the next one. Okay. This is a very broad category. So I'm going to just have you do a quick deep dive. Meat. Okay. Meat. Yeah, meat. Yeah. So listen, if you love this episode and you want more in-depth, we can do in-depth of one department because I got a photographic memory when it comes to stuff and I can really remember the prices of everything too. So meat is a, a large section of Costco. It's in the back of the Costco, right near where the rotisserie chickens are. And the meat section will have a mix of choice meat and prime meat. To my to my knowledge, Costco does not sell select beef, which is which is the grade under choice. Often you will find situations where Costco's pro, uh, choice meat should have been labeled as should have been graded as prime. I've had this happen a few times. So if you got a good eye and you you know you find a nice marbled one and it's choice, it probably should have been labeled as prime. I think prime only amounts to like two percent of all of all graded beef that's sold in America. But the steaks are good. I have have had a couple times where they weren't good, but this is those couple times is over a course of twenty five years of shopping at Costco. Mm-hmm. Prime oh, steaks. We've been shopping there for that long. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of their sausage. They just sell the the, the brand Premio. I yeah. don't really like it. That's good what if you that's get. all you can get. Yeah. When we lived in Minnesota, that was kind of all we could get. Remember that time in the Costco when you got so embarrassed with me? Yes. So we're in Costco in Minnesota. and St. Louis Park. St. Louis Park, Minnesota. And that's the one we used to go to because we lived in a town called Minnetonka. Anyway, go there and it was crowded. This one was probably more crowded than most of the ones that, that we frequent here in Long Island. You know, there's just tons of people and Tara is probably 50, 40 feet away from me. And because we were like, we filled up the cart. So we wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything. I'm like, Tara, did you get the sausage? And I'm telling you, when I mean a pin drop, the place stopped. Like even the people, the workers, you know, it was just like, it was, it was, it was, it was hysterical. Yeah. And you know, Tara was like mortified. You like, you under at like, underdid the way you said it you were like babe they have sausage sausage and i was like oh my god because i mean that's not how it's pronounced there it's sausage and it's very passive passive even like my movement my movement i I was walking too fast you're you were so aggressively i'm sorry excited that there was Sausage. Yeah, there was no reason to get that excited in the state of Minnesota over yeah. sausage. Yeah, I was like, even I cringed inside because I just All knew right. what everybody around us was. <laughs> was All thinking. right, well let's let's continue on the meat. Um, there are there are great deals on everything from pork loin to beef to chicken, lamb, there, lamb. There is a ton. It's ground too turkey. much ground turkey. It's too much to go over in this episode. I, honestly, again, if you if you if you like this and you want a in, deep in depth dive of meat, because meat is a huge thing here during Christmas time, you can get a great rib roast. They'll have them all out. They'll have choice, and then they'll have prime rib roast. And I believe the choice are normally eight ninety nine to ten ninety nine a pound, uh, depending on prices of beef that year. And their primes are, I think, around $15 a pound. And 
always have had great success with with the rib roast there. Though, you know, I've I have been able to find rib roasts uh, at a local place here cheaper. So that that one is not the best deal, but the quality of their meat is really good. I, I heard a rumor that the meat company, the wholesaler that sells to Costco is the meat that's in Ruth Chris. Really? That's what I, I mean, it's multiple places on the internet that hmm. say that. So Ruth Chris is a, is a, is a nation, you know, wide chain. They need a lot of beef. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it kind of, kind of makes sense to me. Now Costco's not selling dry aged beef or uh, like the ultra high end stuff. Though I have seen pictures, not I've never seen it in New York, but I've seen pictures of people buying Wagyu in Costco. I've seen that too. Yeah. All right. So don't have never had that, you know, here. I don't want to jump around from yeah. aisle to aisle. Yeah. So since we're talking meat, let's just quickly talk about seafood. Do you yes. think the seafood is a good deal there? Yes, I do believe that the seafood is a great deal at Costco. Um people got upset with us, well, me specifically, that I used farm salmon mm-hmm. in the salmon oreganata. Yeah, I use farm salmon. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not apologizing for it. Uh, you, you know, you you cooking for a family. There's four of us. What if there's six in your family? What if there's seven? You're not buying 150 dollars of wild salmon for a weeknight meal. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe some people are, but no, we like to. The stuff that I'm showing you there on the channel is the stuff that we actually do eat. And I'm fine. I'm fine with farm salmon. I know that there might be some things about, how you know, the ecology and whatnot. That is way, way past the scope of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's practical and then there's just over the top. And it's not just salmon. It will also be about oil. Sometimes when I'll use vegetable oil a second, you know, people will say that stuff will kill you and all that. And, um you know, everything in moderation here. Mm-hmm. Wild salmon, I don't think is worth the triple cost of a uh, farm salmon. What do you think, Tara? You, feel I free to disagree see, with no, me. No, no, no. Yeah. I can see both sides. I mean, I, I, I know that the farm salmon, I think, is not fed the most desirable things. But somebody had made a comment that farm salmon is not sustainable. I thought it was more sustainable. So I was yeah. kind of unclear about that. I'd have to do more research there. I think they color the farm salmon too to make it, it more is. orange. It is. So, it's totally I mean, gray. Does that make me feel good? No. Would I prefer to give my family the wild salmon? Yes. But again, when we're talking about feeding a family and and being able to have enough money to save for your kids college education and and all these other things do what you like uh, but but anyway they they do have wild salmon there too that you can buy they have often they'll have nice whole fish dates are really like it'll show you the day that it was packaged and stuff is very fresh um uh, can you get better stuff at you know, at the Fulton market. Yeah. I mean, you can always level up anything mm-hmm. if, if you want, but I love the the clams there that they have. They show you the date that they were harvested and yeah. they like, they are, I mean, they are on there with, with the seafood. The crab legs are, are great Phenomenal. value. Also, I don't know if this is all over the country. I'm guessing it's probably just in this general area, but around Christmas time, when you're gearing up for the Feast of the Seven Fishes, they do have a lot of good value. They have the full uh, squid yeah, for calamari. The blo- they do the, the block of squid is there. Yeah. And they have other stuff just just for uh, 
like the squingeal. They'll have that stuff mm-hmm. just for the the Christmas time. Yeah, and if, you, if you're interested, I did a Feast of the Seven Fishes series on YouTube years ago. It, it didn't do well. And you know, typically our seafood videos don't do nearly as well as our pasta or you know the 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 beef dishes but um yeah th- you can get a ton of seafood there very fresh seafood all year long and during christmas time in the new york new jersey area and i can't speak for the rest of the country but here in new york new jersey it is just it's great mm-hmm. it's great and prices are great prices are excellent on seafood never had anything bad really at costco either often like you'll go to even like a fish market and if you're not like a student, you're not really like like being overbearing to the guy in back of the counter asking like what's fresh, sometimes, you know, you, you won't have a good experience. Mm-hmm. That's happened a good amount. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's move on. For the sake of time, we'll, we'll go through these quickly. Yep. All right. I'm just going to say it and you give me yeah. your opinion. Canned tomatoes and tomato products like tomato paste. Huge, huge deal. They have here, again, this is going to vary by country, but the tomato paste cans, amazing deal. You get 12 cans, six ounces for like, I think it's six to $8. Why are you using tubes? You're throwing money away with tubes. You could take the stuff out of the can, freeze it in bags. And it's just, I, I, I mean, tubes are probably 4,000% more expensive than than cans. Mm-hmm. So that's a great deal. They have the big cans of Nina here uh, locally. They also sometimes will have Cento's or or other brands. They're they're very good deals, and it's it's an aisle I wouldn't pass up. Olives, capers, sun-dried tomatoes. So this is right near that aisle. It actually might be on the other side of that same aisle. And yes, I go to Costco a lot. <laughs> but the capers are a huge jar. I think it's like a 32-ounce jar. If you go to a supermarket and you see those little tiny jars of capers, you'll notice like if you're doing like say like cod piccata, chicken piccata, you'll have to use the whole entire jar for one mm-hmm. for one dish because, you know, there's vinegar in there too. So the Costco one, and, and they last forever. You put them in your fridge. They'll last for two years in the back of your fridge. You take the capers you need, phenomenal deal. It's like $6, $7 for that. Sun-dried tomatoes, same thing. Well, really good price. What were the other ones? Olives. Olives. Olives, I tend to, they're always the in-water olives, and uh, they're good, but when you do buy those olives, you got to eat them fairly quickly. So it yeah. might be too much, and you might they might go bad That's on you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Spice aisle, chicken base, beef base, and then all the other stuff in the spice aisle. <laughs> if you do watch the channel, you know how much I use chicken base and beef base, and they also sell, they also have vegetable base. Mm-hmm. These are excellent products to make. Uh, a stock. So what they're doing is the company there, it's called Better Than Bullion, the brand. They're making stock and they're ultra concentrating it into a paste. And uh, the Costco size jar is a lot bigger than the supermarket. And it's it's like six or $7. You'll get like a hundred cups of of stock. Phenomenal deal. And that stock is much better tasting has a more, the beef one specifically has a much more beefier taste than the crap box beef stock, Mm -hmm. which Boxed beef stock is Not one of good. the worst things. Not good. Yeah. If you know a brand that you like that you think is good, please let us know. But in order to know if it is good, you would have to compare it against homemade stock and ugh, not not even close. <laughs> Next, I have honey and maple syrup. And I will jump in and speak for the honey because a lot of times 
I like to buy the local raw honey from the area, right? Especially for it's supposed to help with allergies and have other sorts of, you know, supposed medicinal properties. But if I'm going to be baking with honey or if I'm going to be using it in a salad dressing or something where I need a decent amount more, I use the Costco honey because it comes in a large bottle that's squeezable, that's easy to get out, and it's a wonderful value. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. And then same for the maple syrup. I mean, I think it's like $12.99 for a giant It's crazy. Bottle oh, yeah, and the maple syrup. Maple, is, syrup. maple syrup's another one. That's uh, you'll you will end up spending three times the price for that or more at a supermarket, Whole Foods, whatever. The only other place that I think is comparable for the maple syrup is actually Trader Joe's. Or they Aldi, have, yeah. Yeah. So Trader Joe's, I, I haven't been to an Aldi in a long time, so I, I can't say, but Trader Joe's has, a, I think, the same size bottle for a similar price. Before we did this, we were discussing, it's kind of the evolution of a, of, of a family. When you're young, you can still get by, when your kids are young, I mean, when they're like two you can still get by, even if you have a family of four or five, you could go to Trader Joe's Aldi. It, it makes less and less sense as your kids start getting older. I, I don't have to tell you if you do have a teenage boy how much they will eat. So you know, a lot of those packages in Trader Joe's are, for example, uh, in the frozen section, there'll be like pakoras. It'll be eight of them. James could eat three boxes of those himself. So it's not, it just doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. for us to buy stuff at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is when you're looking for just a little, a little something. Yeah, I do like Trader Joe's though. Yeah, but but you know, but do you, do you, I mean do you disagree with what I'm saying no. about the size and stuff? No. Yeah, but there's some stuff that you can only get from Trader Joe's, like especially yeah. this time of year with all the pumpkin stuff. Yeah, it's a cute place. I mean, I like I like Trader. It has Joe's. a good vibe. Yeah, and it everybody just, there is always so happy. I mean, you can't do all your shopping there, but you can't do all your shopping at Costco either. Yeah. So yeah. Next, I have rice. Rice is a is a great value. We eat a ton of rice, which. You know, there's only one rice dish we made. Uh, oh, I did some risotto too, but we did the riso al forno, which by the way, if you haven't seen that one, if, you have, if you've been thinking about making it, do yourself a favor and make it. It's one of the best dishes, not according to me, but, but you know, just read the comments on it and read the comments on the site. You will love that one. It's a great one. And, you know, you don't have to use arborio rice for that. You can use any type of rice. We typically buy the 25 pound bag of jasmine rice at Costco mm-hmm. and- we put it in the big Cambro plastic containers once we get it home. Like I cut the bag open and I get it in containers. And that that 25 pounds will last us a long time. Yeah. Great value. It is. They, and they have like four, four or five different brands of rice. All right. Up next, I have baking goods. So flour, chocolate chips, sugar, almond flour, all of those. They, they're all great deals. Um you know, you can get better deals on flour from a, like Restaurant Depot. And again, Restaurant Depot is not the same as Costco because Restaurant Depot, you got to be a restaurant owner or a caterer. And it's not, it's it's just not the same. It's, it's Restaurant Depot is great. So, and the prices are often, often even better than Costco. But I, I don't really want to include that in the list here. That's not going to be accessible to most people. So bringing it back here, yeah, Costco, you know, they sell 25 pound bags of flour. That's good for a homeowner. Like it's, you don't necessarily need the 50 pound bags that they're selling at Restaurant Depot. And you don't want the five pound bags that 
Whole Foods or a mm-hmm. supermarket are selling because that's not going to anywhere near meet your baking needs uh, during Christmas right. cookie holiday season. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But then all that other stuff, good value, sugar, you buy big bags of sugar, everything. There's so much stuff at Costco. <laughs> And I love Costco. It's like one of the most exciting. You get so excited, and then you you also buy like your your whole wardrobe is from Costco. And well, this is it. That's well, that's not. But this is from the Nike outlet. Yeah, I shop so at you... outlets and Costco. <laughs> yes. Listen, when you when you when you when you're my age, if you're trying to look really good, um, there might be something wrong with you. You know, like you know, you got to be more practical at this point in your life. Stop. There's plenty of people who try to make themselves look good. I guess if I was single, it would be it would be a little different. Not that I don't want to. Not that I want to look bad for Tara, but I don't want to be like Tara. Hey, I'm going to go get an Armani suit. Three thousand dollars later, she'll be like, "What the hell are you doing, Jim?" Well, that would be really <laughs> weird because you don't really have an occasion to wear an Armani suit. Never. Quickly, more. These are the last of the food items: baked goods like the pumpkin pies. I think you can get a giant pumpkin pie for like five dollars oh, 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 and the yeah. apple pies <laughs> and the muffins and all that stuff yeah we didn't go into the to the cooked food but tr- the deal and this has been worked out there's there's hundreds of articles on this you cannot make a pumpkin pie apple pie any dessert that they make you cannot make it cheaper with even if you make it yourself mm-hmm. and you're not even factoring in your labor then which mm-hmm. you know if you're not aware it takes a long time to make that type yeah. of stuff they're Birthday she cakes are an incredible value. I will add that too. I've done that for some like James's birthdays. I th- in fact, I think for my dad's seventieth, that's where we got his cake from. Yeah, and I think their sheet cakes are like twenty dollars. They're massive, and they're they taste good too. I mean, are they gourmet? No. Yeah. But can they feed a crowd inexpensively? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's great value. Should we? Are you going to go into the others? Let's not talk about any more food thing because yeah. I don't want to run out of time and yeah. I want you to answer some questions. Very quickly, talk about not food-related okay. items like paper goods, pots and pans, and liquor. Liquor is not at all Costco's, but the prices are very, very cheap. Paper goods, the paper towels, the Kirkland brand paper towels are better than any brand. They're better than Bounty or what are the other brands? Brawny, I don't don't even know the other brands. They're better, they're bigger, the rolls are bigger, the sheets are wider, they're thicker, they are way better. And they are cheaper by a unit price than the other ones because they will sell a couple of the other brands next to it. Plastic wrap and foil. You get the like you get the restaurant style ones, they will last you. I think the plastic is like 3,000 feet of it or something, and the foil for the amount. And we do a lot of cooking for the channel and well, everything, and those will last us a year, mm-hmm. the plastic wrap and the foil. And I just leave them out on the counter. Uh, if you watch my Instagram stories, you'll see a lot of time, you'll see it. And I want it right next to me, so for, for cooking. Um, and then Sterno when, trays. Sterno trays, too. Great. Uh, I love, because you know if we're cooking a lot here, we, we never waste our food. All the food we make is family food. For our family, and you know, it's like a four por- four portion or six portion meal. But if I'm making, if I'm filming four videos in two days, we're not going to be able to eat all that food. So we'll put it in in the foil, and we'll even put the foil cover or wrap it a couple times with foil tight. Mark the date, mark what it is, put it in the freezer, and now we have a full meal. Mm-hmm. So that foil just makes it way easier than the little 
little roll that you buy at, at a supermarket. Right. Yeah. Now, just quickly, last last item. Again, not food, but food related. Can you talk about pots and pans? Okay, this is a good topic. Good topic. We just uh, we actually just went to the outlets yesterday. We went into the Zwilling Zwilling store. Zwilling now owns uh, Hen- Henkel knives and Staub uh, pots. Staub is an expensive brand. It's on on the on par with uh, La Crusade. Very expensive pots. The Dutch ovens, all that. Even in the outlets, these it was like a six quart. It was like four hundred dollars or something like that. So you go to Costco, and I just bought a two pack uh, Tramontina Dutch ovens, and I believe it was like a five point five quart one and a four quart one or a three. So you got two of them. It was like sixty bucks, and it's been work performing flawlessly. Any of these things, it's questionable if one's made better than the other. People get very opinionated about this. The reason people get opinionated about this stuff is because they just blew $400 on the name brand. And it's the same thing with the all-clad, you know, like three-ply, five-ply stainless steel pans. Stainless steel pans. It's very, you're already biased. You already blew the money. You Mm -hmm. cannot be impartial now at this point. I, I will tell you simply from... My experience owning a lot of these products over the years and, you know, take take my word for what it is, they all perform very close to each other. There are ultra cheap brands on Amazon, but Tramontina is not a bad brand and that's sold at Costco a lot. They also have Calphalon, I noticed, and some other ones. There will always be really good deals on this stuff at Costco, mm-hmm. like tremendous deals. When we go to Costco, we go down every aisle. We never miss an aisle. But I like going down the that aisle, and it's only one aisle. It's uh, or two aisles because they have like uh, blenders and stuff on the other aisle. I always like to see the new stuff they got because they move. You know, they move stuff quickly mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, the pot's been great. I got a two. Yeah, I got that two set of uh, Tramontina. They don't sponsor this channel either. They actually did talk to us about a sponsor a while back, but. We never did it, and we don't do sponsors anymore uh, on the main channel, which, by the way, is the most amazing thing ever. Do you agree with that, Tara? Tell people. Tell people how amazing it is. It was, It's time-consuming uh, doing sponsors, more than you would think. The brands a lot have of a lot of forth. asks. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's nice to not do them, and now you know that we don't do them, though— there might be some on this podcast eventually. Yeah, I would and say. that's not to say that if the right brand came along that we wouldn't do a sponsorship. I don't think we can talk about Costco without mentioning. I did, I know I mentioned briefly in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the rotisserie chicken, it supposedly is a loss leader at Costco. They are not making much money on it. I've heard that the quality of their rotisserie chickens has improved in the last couple of years. I, my biggest problem was they were using way too large chickens in the past. Mm. I get suspicious when a chicken's over six pounds. I was never a fan of their rotisserie chicken. I just felt like, you're, like you said, they're too large and probably amped up on- Amped up, I mean, they're all amped up. I steroids mean, you know. or whatever. Um, so I was never really a fan, and they were the texture of the chicken also was never. If they're too it was big, never good. If they grow too fast and they're too big, it's all often rubbery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, rubbery. That's I what was, it was never that big of a fan, and I realized I might be shocking you by saying that because the rotisserie chicken is one of their most popular things they sell. Mm-hmm. That and the cooked pizza; those are the two things that yeah. they sell a ton of. Mm-hmm. We both share the same. Uh, opinion, but I have heard that the rotisserie chickens are better now the last couple of years. So before we move into questions, we're going to just rank our top three value things at Costco. Tara, what, what do you think yours are? My top three 
And I'll start with number three would be maple syrup. Maple syrup. My second one would be nuts. And my number one value is definitely the half and half. Yeah, if you're a big half and half drinker, and this is this is tough. Most things are really good values. Just a little inside baseball here. The worst place to buy stuff in Costco, Tara, do you know the worst place to buy stuff that where you actually don't get a deal? The middle? The middle. Do you know why? No. The middle <laughs> is their seasonal stuff. And those are things that you are your mind is operated by like an incentive that you have to have it now. Mm -hmm. So they're selling a hose when the summer's starting. You can't wait to buy that hose until December. So that they can sell that at a higher price. Their Christmas paper, their bows, all that stuff, the Christmas ornaments, all the decorations, they can sell at a higher price. This was actually discussed in a documentary that was done on Costco, a CNBC documentary really? about it. Yeah. So you say that, but then we've found great value buying lawn furniture, right? That's true. Like uh, cheese lounge chairs. Yeah, we even bought our- um, And our gazebo. Our gazebo we bought from Costco. I mean, th I'm not those saying values it, were great. I'm not saying it applies to everything. I think it's yeah. more for those smaller items, so like, like toys. So like wrapping paper, yeah. things like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Honorable mention for me is the paper towels. I mean, really, I don't want to put that as number one because we're talking about food. Uh, number three is going to be the oils. Now, regardless of what's happened with the world supply of olive oil, you're still going to find the best deals for olive oil at Costco. Don't come back here. Don't tell me, though, Jim, it's in a plastic bottle. It's not good. Just put it in a can then if you want when you buy it. You know, it comes from a dark bottle and, you know, you could buy other. They have, they sell some cans there, too. It's a great deal. That's number three. Again, that might not be your number three if you don't use as much oil as we do. Cheese is number two. And again, this might not be your number two either, but cheese is a phenomenal deal from their hard cheeses like the Parmesan and Pecorino. And they have a whole variety of other ones too. You can get a big bag of shredded mozzarella and all the the cold cheeses, uh, regatta, and also uh, the sour cream that's all in the dairy too. Phenomenal deals. But I am going to say that my number one is meat. And there's no, in from in my experience, better place on the planet than the whole meat and seafood section at Costco. It's just, it's really hard to beat. Now you could say like a high-end place maybe has better stuff, but you are gonna be spending two, three, four times the price. And again, this is geared towards families. And, and by the way, just so you know, so that's so meat's my number one. But just so you know, don't think that Costco people are cheap. They, I think the right better word for Costco shopper is they value their dollar. They're looking for a good deal. They're a lot informed. Of, they're informed. A lot of Costco buyers, they're, they're business owners. They, you know, you walk around, a lot of people are business owners. They know, and they supposedly, there is no higher income level group of person shopper than a Costco shopper. So they're, they're serious people and they, they know what they're doing. Though I have seen my share of idiots at Costco. <laughs> that's everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think Costco is the high, you know, the highest income earning shopper though. I heard Apple, Apple is, but I don't know if Apple should be included in that list because you just go to Apple to get 
a computer or a phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take what you will from that. Okay. So let's go to the questions. I've got two questions for you. The first one I selected because I think it goes really well with the theme of this episode about Costco. This question comes from Brooke. Brooke has purchased a quarter wheel of Romano and a quarter wheel, I'm sorry, a half wheel of Parmigiano at a very good price. But when she received them, she was afraid to cut into them. They're vacuum sealed. She wants to know how to store them after she breaks the seal. Can you help? So Brooke, that's awesome. You must be so excited. I've never done this. Tara and I have never done something like this. Uh, and I don't really want to make a video of it. I've seen some like gimmicky ones on YouTube channels where the guy will buy the whole wheel, which is like $1,800. You can buy a whole wheel from Costco. I check Costco's site. You can, yeah. It's like $900. Oh, $900. Okay. So that's probably for 24 a month. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I think I read that the wheels are more per per pound than the individual blocks. Mm. I guess because- Maybe shipping. It's scarcity it's, too. I mean, there's not yeah. as many wheels as there are blocks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Brooke, what what I do, and I've never had a problem with this. So if you, if you go online and you read, most of the time they'll say, after you portion it, you can then wrap it. The best way to do it is to wrap it in wax paper. Okay, then mm-hmm. after it's wrapped in wax paper, then you wrap plastic wrap around mm-hmm. it too. That works. I've never had a problem wrapping tight with plastic wrap. Now you can do like two, three, four wraps. Just make sure you don't have any air in it. So again, this comes back to that Costco plastic wrap because that's a huge box and it's sitting like kind of high and it has the perfect cutter. It's like a, a thing that you just grab with your fingers and move it. So you can, and this is what they use in the cheese shop, whether you're in Whole Foods or Fairway or Wegmans or, or whatnot, they'll you can see them because they'll they'll let you taste the cheese a lot of times. And then right after they do that, they're like wrapping the block back up again. They're wrapping it tight in plastic. That is your best bet. I mean, I've never had a problem with it. I heard that when you, so like when you open up a blo- uh, a wheel of cheese, that's when the aging process stops now at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's, now I don't know about a half block. I yeah, would say I, I would say it's probably still improving. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that's super exciting, Brooke. I mean- did you go in with other people? Because that's the way to buy it, I would think. And then, you know, each person gets like a 10 pound portion of it. Remember Pops, how he used to go to Italy and uh, come back with those- uh, He would come back with provolones. With the, I think they were provolone yeah. Delmonico, those little but ones. They, yeah, yeah, so they were little, so they were sealed. Yeah. They, it wasn't like buying a They're like the one. pears. And yeah. he would come back with like 20 of them. And every year, I think we would, we, we used to buy them from him, right? We'd tell him we I, want them. I think a few times we- he Long just gave ago. them to yeah. us. I don't think we paid him for them. That's my stepmom's dad, who's sadly no longer with us. He was yeah. he was almost ninety nine, I think. Yeah, he's he ninety nine, and he's yeah, you know, he's the one we talk about who who moved here. When, how how old was he when he moved here? Like forty, probably. Yeah, yeah. But he was nuts. He's the guy who and I don't know. Nuts if we, in a good way. <laughs> I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast. I think it was in the video I spoke about it. He tried to bring a whole bunch of Maine live Maine lobsters <laughs> on a plane to Italy because he wanted. To, he has like he had all his family there. He want he wanted to impress them all. And uh, customs, uh, uh, you know, they obviously took it. You know, they wouldn't let him bring yeah. it. Yeah. He's actually. I don't know if any of you are in the the Baltimore area, but if you are and you listen to. I don't even know what channel Scott is on, but Scott Reardon is on the radio there. Scott Reardon is Pops's one of Pops's grandsons, and he he would often prank Pops 
on the air uh, and have him talk. It was very entertaining. He's the morning host of WIYY 98 Rock. So it's a Hearst radio station. Yeah. But I know years ago he would he would have pops on every now and then. So if you've listened to that station and you've heard Scott talk to his grandpa, uh, yeah, that's that's him. him. That's, that's the guy. pops. And pops would always call everyone Facha Brut. Yeah, yeah, he's, ah, you Facha Brut. He never learned to speak English. Like, I mean, it was it was a it was a, just a version of English, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he was awesome. Yeah. He was he was great. Yeah. Next question. This act, this question was not emailed to us. Rather, it was asked on YouTube, and I saw it, and I thought it was an interesting question, so I grabbed it. Jim and Tara, are you aware of Gordon Ramsay's longstanding challenge to Bobby Flay for a cook-off? Who do you think would win? And I didn't even know about this. So he has a long-term, long-term challenge to Bobby Flay. That's odd. I always thought that Gordon Ramsay, again, I'm going to be bashing Gordon Ramsay again. I always thought he was scared to go on Aryan Chef or any of those competitions. So I've never seen him do a competition in my life. Uh, but, you know, Bobby Flay did that for years on Iron Chef. And he had the show beat Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I, always thought, I always thought Gordon Ramsay was the one who was scared of the challenge. Clearly, Bobby Flay is not scared of a challenge. Mm-hmm. He's an egomaniac, and he would just challenge. <laughs> he would just knock on people's doors. Like, he's like, "I heard you make good meatballs." You know, like let's let's go right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously is all set up, but yeah, you know, um, yeah, I didn't know that Gordon Ramsay would challenge him. I, why would, would you- Bobby Flay not accept it? Then he's challenge. He's going against everybody. I don't That's, know. I, honestly, I think the whole. I think they have it reversed. Bobby Flay has the long-term challenge to Gordon Ramsay. Okay, well, regardless of yeah. who challenged who, who do you think would win? Who would you bet your put your money on? In my opinion, Bobby Flay is a superior superior cook to Gordon Ramsay. My money would be on Bobby Flay too. I like Bobby Flay. Yes, he has a tremendous ego, but I like him, and I think he's very, very talented. You know, the both of them have been celebrities for so long. They haven't done that much like professional cooking. Bobby Flay was put on the Food Network when he was in his late 20s, right? Or 30s. So how probably so he only had 10 years in a professional kitchen. And then, you know, then he I know he supervises all his restaurants. Anytime I've eaten in his restaurants, they've been really good. I don't know. I mean when you get to that point, you put your name on anything and it will do well. No, I'm talking specifically about Mesa Grill here, which was his first restaurant, which I think he had that restaurant before he became a celebrity. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, maybe Gordon Ramsay would would beat Bobby Flay. But again, I question the long term. I think that's easy for him to put out. But no, he's he hasn't challenged anybody in his life ever. He's all he's been doing is ripping restaurant owners <laughs> to shreds and <laughs> He actually did one in Long Island, uh, and that place went out of business like three months after yeah. he came there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a good place. Like, that's the whole thing. It's like a joke show. Like, this was this was like show what number was the name se- of that show? show number seventy five of that he had. But what was the name of that show again? It was like he would go to kitchen a- night. Nightmare? No. No. Restaurant nightmare. Restaurant repair with Gordon Ramsay or something. It was he would go to a restaurant and fix it. Restaurant nine one one. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta I gotta do a little search for this. I I must admit I'm very I I probably watched the least amount of Gordon Ramsay of, of anybody who watches food stuff I don't I haven't really watched him and Bobby Flay I watched more because we were watching him when we used to like the Food Network which was 20 years ago but 
That's when I saw a lot of Bobby Flay. Maybe it was because he was in New York, you know, fellow New Yorker. It was Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen says. Nightmares. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would. I guess. I guess I would like to see it. But why should they have a chef battle? They should have a boxing match. That's what everybody <laughs> does now. It's why. Why are we doing? Why are we doing cooking? Just let's. Do who a, would? Who would win that? Uh, my money's on Flay. I think my. I think Gordon Ramsay would beat him in a in a boxing match. They're yeah. both like fifty five now. Yeah, but Flay's like a New York City boy. Like I yeah. think he. I think he could take. I don't think Flay has any muscle on his body. You know. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay looks a lot bigger. Well, this is this is descended into. Uh, it, I, I feel like we got to stop talking about. We we shouldn't have Gordon Ramsay in and talk anymore in in our episodes. <laughs> it always just devolves like into me. Jim, you're just jealous of his success. You can't handle the fact that you will never be as good as him. Well, you know what. You're probably right. Do you know the white dinner plates we have are like from the Gordon Ramsay they are. dinner collection? Yeah, we I got them from Home Goods a long time ago. Hey, I mean that's the dream. You get to that point, you put, you know, you have all your pots, your pans, your dishes, your spices, mm-hmm. and then you put your name on any restaurant, it's going to do well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Podcast at sipandfeast.com for your questions. Do not ask another Gordon Ramsay question. That is not going to be on anymore. <laughs> We'll see you next time.